Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about don't wait until your kid is sick. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about don't wait until your kid is sick. What what does that mean? Don't wait till your kid's sick. See... First of all, the reason this topic is even coming up, because I'm literally driving to pick up my sick child from school. And I had to drop the things that I was doing. I needed to reschedule uh, an appointment. I needed a client appointment. I needed to readjust my schedule. And uh, as the school called, 15 minutes after they called, I'm out the door making my way towards my sick child and you know I I run a a dad's group at my son's school and the number one reason dads tell me they can't be involved it's a program called fathers being involved is because hey you know I'm really busy I work (laughs) to which I always chuckle and and I'm like yeah me, me too Um, It's not really a a strong reason for me not to be in your child's life at this level. And it's just coming and have breakfast a few times a year. Uh, You're out the door by 8 o'clock and you can go do your thing. Like, yeah, my boss wouldn't explain, uh, understand. So here's where I'm going. If your kid's sick and you have no choice, your boss... Or somewhere, somewhere, something gets bent. You make adjustments because you have to. Why is it that when we have to, I bet you if your child was sick in the hospital with a, with a, a, an illness and we're facing death potentially, you probably wouldn't be going to work. You'd be probably sitting by that bedside, talking to the doctors, pleading with everybody in the ch- in the chapel, at the at the hospital, praying to a God that you haven't talked to in years. If you have a relationship or not with this God, simply because your child is in need and you want to be by their side, we don't have to wait until our kids are sick. I actually use that example with dads sometimes. They're like, you don't understand. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. If this was your scenario, you'd find the time. Why does your kid have to be on their deathbed for you to find some special time for them? Is work more important than your kids? Now, we need work, but it shouldn't be more important than our children. We need to do certain things, but we also need and I'm not even joking here. I'm like, no hesitation whatsoever. We need to put time aside every single day. What did I just say? Every single day to spend with our children. As a matter of fact, right before I got to, actually, after I got that phone call, I made a couple of adjustments. My older son is has a presentation this coming Friday at school. 
and he, he I said, uh, he goes, Dad, are you going to be at the school on Friday? I said, well, why? Is something going on? He goes, well, I have a presentation. And I joking, I looked at him, I smiled, I said, you know I wouldn't miss it for the world. I'm going to be there. He goes, oh, okay. I said, what's your presentation about? He goes, it's a surprise. He goes, but I got the biggest part. And I was like, you have the biggest part? How'd you earn the biggest part? And he just kind of shrugs his shoulders with a smirk. I said, well, wow. I said, no matter what the part, I'm excited. And I said, uh, well, have you practiced your part? If you have the biggest part, I want to make sure you're prepared. He goes, well, I don't have any homework, but my teacher suggested that I practice my part. I said, well, I think that's a great idea. I said, can daddy see what it is? And he's like, no. I said, well, I just want to make sure you're prepared, right? I said, it's easy to sit here and read it or to talk about it. But, you know, once you got all the parents' eyes on you and all your classmates, you get a little nervous. So the better prepared you are, the better off you'll be. I said, you know when daddy gets on stage? He's like, yeah. I said, you don't know this, but I practice 20 times any presentation I have so that when I get up there, it just comes out of me naturally because I practice so much. He goes, 20 times? I said, I do. I said, do I look good when I'm on stage? He goes, you are pretty good. <laughs> I said, well, thank you, but it's because I put in the work and I want you to put in the work. He goes, can I show it to you? I said, yeah. So he shows it to me and it's something he had to prepare. Uh, so it's written in his handwriting and uh, there's a one or two misspellings, no big deal. But I don't want him to get there and, you know, misread or not fully understand his stuff. So I said, hey, do you mind? Would you like me to have this typed up in big print so that when you're reading it off that it's easier for you to read? He goes, yeah. I said, well, come over to the computer. And we, I said, read it off to me and I'll type it. And we did it together. It took me all of three minutes. All this happened. It's taken me longer to describe this than what happened. And I, and as I printed it off, I looked at him. I said, you know, if you ever need help, daddy's got your back. That's what I'm here for. And he goes, I know you do. And I said, and I know you're going to do awesome on Friday. And I'm excited to be there. And he just smiled. I said, now I'm going to pick up your brother. It's those moments. He knows I'm showing up. I always show up to everything he has going on at school. He was just kind of reminding me. But I'm here to remind you, no matter where you are, make it a priority to show up to some of your kids' events. I know you can't be at every single one of them. But I'm that kid. I was that kid that longed for my parents to show up. My mom. My dad wasn't present. And she never did. Kids long for their parents' approval. And I always, and I'm an adult now, but I can be truthful with myself. And if my mom were to hear this, I hope it wouldn't hurt her. It wasn't in her control. She had a lot of mouths to feed and she was on her own and she did the best she could. But I longed and I felt less than because... My mom, in my mind, didn't make time for me. The challenge was she had to support a lot of people and the priority wasn't showing up to one of my games. And that's just the reality of it. But it didn't, doesn't discredit my feelings as a child and how it affected me 
growing up. And if we can be truthful with our kids and say, I can't make this one, but I will definitely make the next one and show up, make sure you're telling them the truth. Make it a point to show up. Or, hey, I can make this one, but I don't know that I can make the next two, right? And they'll be happy that you made the one and then you were truthful with them about the next two. But just communicate, change, to your children. They'll respect you and honor you that much more because you spoke to them. See you in the next episode. Do you wanna be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.